This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How is everybody doing? And our tour of the sea continues because we have another Below Deck episode here today. We are here with Alex Radcliffe from the new season of Below Deck Med. How are you? Hey man, how's it going? What's going on with you? How is your evening? It's not bad. It's uh, it's good. It's I mean, it's quarantine, so it's you know just another day. Now you you're quarantining from Boston. Yeah, I'm I'm like 15 minutes south of Boston right now. Um, so I mean, it's actually it kind of it's like Christmas like this weekend because we've had the worst weather like like months now, and uh, yesterday was the first day like we hit like high 60s and we were all in shorts t-shirts we it, it was like the best day yesterday now today's only mid 70s so like like it, it feels like summer now like so everyone's outside enjoying it running being by the water so it's i'm, I'm like a child i like i i purposely put my blinds up in my room going to bed last night so i could wake up to the sun it, it, it's it's sickening but yeah i i love it New York is the same way. Like, literally, people don't understand. I'm like, it's May, and it's, like, winter. Like, I've had my heat on in May. It's been so cold. People have no idea. Like, my friends in Florida and Cali, like, oh, like, like you're fine. Like, you're ridiculous. 60 degrees. Like, you're wearing shorts. I'm like, you have – unless you're from, like, the Northeast, you don't know. Like, once it hits cold. over 60, shorts are out. So same thing in New York, everyone. I, yes. I didn't go out yesterday, but I looked out my window and like there was a gazillion <laughs> people on the street. Oh, yeah. Do you live at home with your parents, or you live? On no, your own no. Right? I I, uh, I actually got my own house um, within like like two months ago, so I'm at my own place now. So it's... and and you're from Boston. You're from like that area. Yeah, I am. Fifteen minutes from Boston, so it's uh, so it's good. Yeah, absolutely. That's nice. So you got your own house and now you're quarantined in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, I, I, like, if you know, I, like, all my friends, like, I love being around everyone, but, like, I need my own space. So, like, like, my buddies are hearing me up, like, hey, like, can I pay rent to move in? I'm like, no, I like living alone. I'm all set. I need my, I need my personal space out there. So it's good. You're not going crazy being inside all by yourself? No, it's no, it's I'm actually I'm actually doing okay. Like I I like I started getting a routine. I'm, I like wake up every morning like six a.m. I've uh I've been doing since like I got like a new house. I'm doing like I ripped everything apart inside. I'm doing like a ton of maintenance to it, but like putting everything in and uh and trying to work out and run every day. So like I'm trying to like stay busy from like seven in the morning to like five, like five at night, and then like I'll like sit on the couch, watch TV, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm like trying to get a routine to feel normal again, so. Same here, and I, I, I don't mind being alone either, and all my friends that are like in with other people, they're all like, you should be thrilled that you're alone. Like, I think my friends that are with other people are like, you're so lucky you're alone. Because they're going crazy, it's like, like they're, like they're used to, you know, they live with their buddies or whoever, 
and like they go to work, they have the routine, they see each other maybe for a few hours a night, that's it. Now they're working from home, they're around each other all the time, so like they're all pain in the asses, and, and that's what it is. Everyone's like wants to kill each other. Seriously. Well, I mean, also, you are probably in the minority in the sense that, like, you have a home. You know, I mean, a, a lot of people from yeah. low deck just seem to really go from, like, charter to charter that I've spoken to. Yeah, I mean, like, like honestly, up until, like I said, up until two months ago, it's like, when I got in the yacht in two years ago, like, I, um, so I went straight from college into yachting. I, I, like, I left college, like, halfway through, like, after my semester, and I bought a one-way ticket to Fort Lauderdale. And I went right to yachting. And once you're going to yachting, like, like, you don't, living isn't a thing. Like, you don't need an apartment or home because, like, you live on the boat. You, like, it's rent-free. It's food. You have a chef, everything. So, like, like for the last few years, like, people are like, oh, like, do you have a house? And so I'm like, no, I, I live on this private yacht. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, you just do that. And then, like, when you're done... It's like, oh, shit, like, I don't want to live with my parents. It's like, all right, I need to get a place now. So I'm lucky that I, you know, I made this jump of, like, adulting now to, like, get my own place. So like, when I buy travel, work on boats, I can leave, no problem, and then, you know, keep all my stuff here and then come back. But, like, like when you have all the stuff, it's like you can't leave, you can't leave it anywhere. So it's like you, you, right. you bring a duffel bag with you on, on the boat, and that's it. You don't bring anything else. I mean, that would make me crazy. Some people yeah. seem to do it, though, right? Like, they just literally go from charter to charter or have, like, a week in between. Man, it's it depends. Like, if you're on a charter boat, yeah, you're just going nonstop. But if you live on a private yacht, you, you know, you live on the boat. Like, you like you work for just, you know, a couple or whoever it is, a person, and you just live on the boat. And whenever they want to go out, you go out. And it's, it's I don't know, it's... It's kind of thinking about it. It's kind of mayhem. It's, it's kind of crazy just thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, where, it's not normal. I, I, I don't think it's normal. It's like I, I could never do it, but I mean, some people seem to love it. Where did yeah. you go to college? Um, I went, so I went to school in North Dakota for a little bit. I was playing hockey out there, and I went to school in Philadelphia. Like, I left North Dakota. So the saying in North Dakota is, you know, there's a pretty girl behind every tree. There's no trees in North Dakota. So, like, so I, I, you know, I packed the bag. There was nothing for me. Just cold weather. And I went to, I went to Philly, went back to the East Coast. And, uh, and uh, I got hurt a lot in hockey once. I, I'm not a school guy ever. And once my season was over, I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm, I'm leaving. Like, I, I heard about yachting, bought a one-way ticket, and I left. Did you know you wanted to go into yachting? Like, when, where did that come from? Or did you always want to go into hockey or, so, or play hockey? So, so, so my, my whole life was, like, everything I was able to do, travel and, like, you know, get into school. So it was because of hockey. Like, that was my passion, right? Like, did I – am I going to make a career out of it? No. I mean, but is it going to help me to get, you know, into school, save money? Absolutely. But, like, my body, I'm just, like, a, I'm a wrecking ball. I get hurt. I'm just a Band-Aid. I'm, like, a human Band-Aid. So, once I got hurt, my uh, – one of my – like, my best friend, actually, he was in the Marines. He was stationed in Europe, in Italy. And he goes – he goes, like, hey, man, like, I got to call you. Like, I'm thinking of you like crazy right now. Like, I got to tell you something. Like, like, all right, like, what's up? He goes, so I just visited – he goes, my buddy that was in the Marines a year ago, he goes, I just visited him in Spain. 
and uh, he works on a private yacht now. And he goes, dude, this is you. Like, I can't stop thinking of you. Like, th- like this is you. I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean works on a yacht? Like, people work on yachts. Like, I have no idea. Like, like I've never watched like at that time. I've never watched Below Deck. I know nothing about like yachting. Like, I'm like, people just own like boats, right? Like, you don't have a crew. Like, what's that? And um, he told me because like, I had a boat in Boston, like few years ago just like a small 20-foot boat and he goes dude like he goes i know you don't like school i know like you don't even care for hockey right now because like, you just want to be done he goes this is you like, like working with guests working with people traveling the world like this has you written i'm like kind of like one of those yeah like all right whatever and it, it, it's just like anything you start talking about it next thing you know you're on facebook or whatever and you just see it you just see yada you just see every, like everything just getting thrown in your face and i i just i did some research i'm like all right how do you get into it like so i looked at like what qualifications you need like sdcw like i look at like whatever i'm like and i'm very i can jump and leave i have no problem doing that i'm like all right like fuck it like i'm doing it i i left school went home for two weeks i did construction with my uncle saved some money sold my car and I bought a one-way ticket to Fort Lauderdale, found out I had, what course I had to take. I, I got to Fort Lauderdale, and uh, I showed up on a Sunday. And uh, I, my course started on Monday, and I get there, and um, I go to this crew house, living with people, and they're like, hey, like, like do you gamble? Like, do you want to play? Like, there's a poker game tonight at a local bar. Like, like yeah, I like to gamble. Like, you, you want to drink? Yeah, let's go. I go. I'm there for two hours. And the guy next to me, to my right, he's like, oh, like, you know, where you from? What are you doing? I told him my story. Like, just, like, kind of bought a ticket. I'm trying to get a yachting. doesn't say a word to me, like, about yachting. I leave, and, like, I'm just – I can talk to a wall. I leave, and he goes, all right, here's my number. Call me when, you're, uh, when your class is done on Saturday. You start work on Sunday for me. I'm like, what? He goes, I'm a chief engineer on a, on a boat. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? So I, my first job was my first day. I, like, I got there, met a guy, just shooting the shit, and once my course ended, I uh, showed up to work Sunday morning, 7 a.m., and the rest is history, man. And so, like, I was very fortunate that I like gambling, drinking, and talking to people that, I, you know, I got my first job. See, I always say this. Sometimes going out and drinking at night leads to Dude, a lot of good things. I'm serious. It, it, it's, it's crazy, like. Find a girlfriend, find a boyfriend from drinking at a bar. Like it's you drinking is sometimes the best thing you can do. It leads to, I mean, at least you're like, it, it breaks bread. Like you cut through oh. all these like rounds <laughs> of everything and you just kind of are like, I'm serious. I think a lot of business happens at night over drinks. I'm, I, I'm a firm believer of that. I 100% agree with you because I'm a social person that's, you know, socializing. Drinking is a social thing. And it, I think it goes hand in hand. Like I think, I think you find the real people, honestly, because like you know, some people can handle their alcohol or not, whatever. But you, you can kind of not judge, but you can kind of see who a person is off of drinking. Like I like to, oh, I, I, I kind of like to, like to see a person how they are drunk, drinking, because like you, you can get to know someone a little better. You know what I mean? Totally. But, yeah, and the the real, the true them comes out too, so it's good. I, I think so. So the course to get into yachting, what is it? It's like a, it's a one week course. That, that's yeah, what people so, need to do. So the like the 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 bare minimum you need to get into yachting, it's it's a week long course. 
five to six days. It's called the SDCW. And it all it is is just like a, it, it's a safety course. So like like what you need to know if something goes wrong working on a yacht, like, you know, you take a fire course, you take a CPR, you, you know what I mean? It, it's just like, like, like you just are aware of, you know, aware of situations. So, so that's the bare minimum. And like, in order to work on a, on a, on a yacht, you, you, you have to have that course. It's, it's, you know, you have to have that. So. So you were taking that, you got hired on the first day, you finished your course, then you started working. Yeah. And then when was that, like, how long did you work? Like, was that your main chart? Like, how long was that before Below Deck? Like, what, when, when was that? Oh, so. Like a year uh, or like a month? Um, so, no, I mean, I was, I was in the industry for two years. In, um, and then, and then, I, then I got to uh, Below Deck. But, no, I was on the boat. I'm, I'm working there for a few months. And, like, the boat was just, you know, just in a yard. It was out of the water. We were just doing, like, all can, like, painting maintenance this and that and like i said i don't know about yachting and and um i'm doing all engineering work working with an engineer and um i'm talking to him like yeah like 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 so like one thing like work outside this night he goes you want to be an engineer right i'm like no i don't want to be i'm like i know nothing about engineering i don't want to be an engineer he goes i thought you wanted to be an engineer i'm like dude i'm like no i just got into this i just want to like you know work outside and like do whatever, like deck and stuff. And he goes, he, he starts dying laughing. He goes, dude, he goes, I'll find you a good boat. And he goes, I have a few friends. I need people. Like, I got you. So, so I told him that he thought he wanted to be an engineer the whole time. Cause like, I just keep my mouth open. I'm just doing whatever he tells me. How and, long into it was that? Like how long were you an engineer before he, before um, you had this, how, how long were you an engineer? Like before you guys had this discussion? <laughs> I was doing it for like two months. I was wow. Like, I would, we were painting like like the engine room. We were putting parts in, like like change oil, this and that. And and um and he and he starts sighing laughing. He goes he goes you just want to like start the basic and work your way up. I'm like yeah. I'm like I don't want to jump on anything. He goes he goes all right. I'm making a call. I'm making a call for me. He goes if you want to leave, like I can just start you in a new boat tomorrow. I'm like yeah. Like sounds good to me. So wow. I went to a boat that was in the water and. Uh, a week after that, we went to Key I, on the boat I was on. I went to Key West, and then we went to the Bahamas and started doing trips. and And uh, I was working on boats for like two years, chartering, working. Uh, I was based out of Miami for one boat for a while, and uh, and yeah, below deck kind of it just came to me, and and I ended up doing it. Did you love yachting right away? Like when you started becoming a deckhand, were you just like, "This is it. I love it." Uh, I I fell in love. Like really? it's it, it's. So okay, like the work, like the work aspect, it, it's not difficult. It's you know it's long days. You, like like in the reality of it is like you work for someone who's who wants to be in complete control, like you know a billionaire or whatever, who who just kind of looks at you as some people as like a peasant wise, but like it, like at the end of the day, it's like it's not hard work because like you you look like your office is in the ocean of anywhere in the world and like your love and life. But it's, I love the social aspect of new people working for like, like the wealthiest people in the world. Like I love, like I were, I can't explain like how much I love that. So, so that, that is like the, like the best, you know, thing I can do. Like, do I love boats? And everything else? 
I like them. I'm not like passionate about being a deckhand or a mate on a boat, but I love, I love the traveling, like shooting the shit with crew members, living, you know, like I love like the, you don't know what the next day is going to be. I love that. I'm obsessed with it. Really? Yeah. Did you ever have, I mean, like who were some of like the worst, what's like the worst customer you've ever had you know where they like you said they treat you like a peasant like um, it's like one situation where you're just like these people are vile horrible people <laughs> oh fuck um i'm trying to think of the uh like like for like for <laughs> a few examples like like for, like for instance um the the best is 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 when like you know a charter guest it, you know, is renting the boat for the week or whatever, and he brings like the the new girlfriend on, or the guy's probably fifty years old and has a twenty five year old girlfriend who's obviously there just because he's rich. And the best is is like not like the best, but like it's so funny to see like this sitting like on the app deck or whatever eating dinner, and you just see like the girl like thinking she's hot shit, like snapping her fingers, like like uh, I'll take some more caviar, like. Oh, just like trying to be so bougie with like you're a piece of shit. Like you're like, <laughs> like who are you? It, it, it it's like I think the funniest is is like the people who aren't that don't have money that got brought on the boat because of the primary guest, and they right. try to act like they're hot shit. And like I I mean that's kind of the stuff that like you think of like you say. That makes sense. And what about like the opposite of that where someone just had so much money, but like they were like, what was the biggest tip you ever got? Or they were just so nice. You know, you're like, God, these people are so rich, but they're so nice. It's, I, I've been like, when I talk to my friend that like my other friends are yachting, like I've been like extremely lucky on like the boats I've worked on, the guests I've had, because a lot of these people like, Every time I work on someone's boat, I obviously go to Google and I start like searching their name and see what they're worth and like see what they do and get a, like kind of like an information just like we have conversations of like I can talk about their work or whatever. But like the best is like I worked for this guy who was just like a little south of a billion dollars. And um, when I mean like, like I'm thinking, okay, this guy is going to be like a, a hard ass, this and that. He dressed. Like, if you saw him, you would think this guy's homeless. He just, like, doesn't care, like, you know, paint on his shirt, rips, like, and he's the, like, like, this guy worked for for a year, just the most genuine guy, and he just, like, like, doesn't talk about himself once, just talks about you, asks things, like, this and that, like, that's, like, that's what I love, like, like, you know you have unlimited money, and that doesn't start even to care, you're just a people's person, so, like, that, that's what I love about also this industry. It's like, you meet people like that, like, that you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect it at all. Right. What's like, do you guys get like the dossier before they come on? Like, do you know who's coming on where you can Google them beforehand or it's more like afterwards? It's, it's, it's more after. I mean, I obviously like, like with Below Deck, um, like, like the day before, like, you know, the, like the captain, the chief stew, the chef, and the boats they'll have a meeting who's coming and like also we have the paperwork we kind of see you read their bios you have an idea but like on other boats i mean that that isn't you know that isn't on the show that doesn't have a big layout it's like okay we have a charter guest the captain knows who's coming but like 
you have an idea, but you really don't know that much. You just figure them out when they're there. You know what I mean? Right. What's like the biggest tip you ever got, you know? Um, Where you're just like, holy shit. I, so, okay. So we, the biggest tip in the shortest amount of time I've got was we had a charter, we had a charter for five days. So five days, like, you know, you make your own salary anyways on the boat for being a member. And we got $5,000 a piece for five days just charting. And, like, that's ridiculous. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, five days of work. Like, you make good money anyways working, like, doing whatever. You make your living. And yeah. then here's an extra $5,000 for let's go jet skiing, let's go fishing, let's eat dinner on board. Like, it, it, like that. that's when my eyes started opening, like, fuck like this is this is this is the like, yachting's the real deal yeah like, yeah i mean for doing a job you love anyway and you're getting paid yeah, for absolutely so that's really good did you have you ever had anyone like not on below deck but just like that's a celebrity where you're just like oh my god i can't believe this person is on my charter um no uh no uh, Not celebrity, but uh, like for instance, I think the second boat I worked on, um, this guy he was the founder of this huge, 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 huge like train not train company, but like all like the major trains that like just go like all around. Obviously, like, like in the United States, like he's he's that guy who started it. Wow. And, um, and like I didn't, I didn't know it like at first. And, like I didn't like know who he was, and I realized he he he's the guy who started this. Like him and his family. And I look him up. He's like a billion dollars. I'm like, it was kind of like an eye opener. Like I'm li living on the same boat right now as this guy who started like like a like a game changer of like you know in the world of like what things happen like transportation everything. So so that was a big eye opener for me of like. Oh my God! Like, you, like you, just people coming from everywhere. So that, yeah. that was probably the biggest thing. But like celebrity wise, no, not until the show. Not yet. But how did you? So how did Below Deck come about? So you're working for two years on these boats. So how did this all come about? So um, are you familiar with Joel? He was on Below Deck. Met yeah. So um, I was actually at a barbecue in uh fort lauderdale uh a year ago and uh i'm with i'm with just you know good friends who worked on a boat and right next to like in i guess he was mutual friends with them him um i think he showed up in ross yeah ross showed up and and, and like, I've, I've i've never met you know didn't really know like people were talking before it came out like joelle's coming like you know from the show I, you know, I don't care if, if you did anything. I'm not going to, like, treat you any different. Right. So, you know, everyone's, like, kind of, like, kind of all over. I'm like, oh, this and that, talking about the show. And, like, we, me and him start talking. I don't mention a word to him about what he did. We're just, just being a normal person, you know what I mean? Like, we had, a, we, we had a barbecue. We were drinking. We had a blast. Like, we got pretty shit-faced. And, um, and I just remember, like, the next day, like, we were talking, like, he was, like, talking on social media, and he was, like, 
man, like, you know, what a great night. Like, I can so see you, like, doing this, like, you know, kind of put your information out there to production. And I'm just, like, one of those, like, all right. Like, like, like it's, like, this is not going to go anywhere, right? Like, you know what I mean? And um, next thing I know, like, I, you know, I talked to production, and uh, we had FaceTime interviews, and, um, you know, the rest was history after that. Like, I, I talked to them. But so, Joao, he was the one – He's the one who got me into it because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been in the right contacts with people and, and I wouldn't have pursued it myself. So he put my name out there and, and, and I talked to them and, and it all came about. Wow. Did you watch Below Deck like up to this point? Or no, no. Had so you like, heard of it though also? Yeah, I, I like being in the industry and like it's a very popular show. Um, obviously, I knew what it was. I saw like an episode or two before, but no, like, before, like when I showed up, like to film for Below Deck, I like watched maybe two or three episodes, like in my life. So I'm kind of glad I did that. In a well, I mean, maybe I could have mentally prepared myself, but it, it's good because, like, you know, returning guests, I didn't want to like, I I don't want to judge anyone of like how they come off or anything. So. So I didn't really, yeah, I mean, I knew it, but I didn't really know of it. You know what I mean? I didn't know what, I didn't know what was happening. Right. And like when you met Joel, like you had no idea he was on, you know, no, who, like, who he I, was. So, and, so I knew because people, people were saying like, oh, he was on it. I just knew from like him showing like, oh, he's on it. I'm like, right. Cool. You know, like, cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, I it wasn't, like, I don't, it's not like I don't get fascinated. I just don't treat people any differently. Like, we, we we all wear clothes. We're all the same. You know, we live on the same earth. Like, I don't care if you're worth a penny or worth a billion dollars. I don't care. You know, I don't care who you are. So, yeah. So, I mean, it came came with them, and uh, it was good. That's good. And, like, during the casting process, same thing. Like, were they, like – I mean, you know, like, I could see something I, – I, I could see a positive to the fact that you never watched it because then you're authentic. Yeah, no, oh, 100%, man. Like, I, that, that's one thing, like, I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to do, obviously, with shows. Like, I don't care who's around me, what's in front of me, whatever. Just be yourself, act natural, and, and that's it. And, like, look, at the end of the day, people might like you, might hate you, might say this. I don't care. If I'm true to myself, I don't lie. I don't cheat. I don't. I'm just very honest, so that, that's if I can be true to myself, that's all that matters. It sounds selfish, but that, that's I don't I don't need to care what your opinion is about me. That's it. That's good. So yeah. when you started filming Below Deck, like how was that? Were you like, oh my god, now there's cameras? I mean, so you already had experience as as a deckhand. At, it was at this. Point. It was definitely. It was definitely like a culture shock because. Um, Obviously, you know, I, I've never been in the spotlight like that before. I've never had a microphone to me. I never had a camera follow me around for six weeks. So it was definitely like, un, in the beginning was uncomfortable. And then once I got like, after like a week, I say, I say like, I, like a week, like a week period, like, gave me a week to get comfortable. Of like, like, I'm like kind of nervous at first. I'm like, you know what? Like I just you just get comfortable and like, but like it's kind of scary because you just start like just rambling, saying like whatever. You're like, oh, you just forget like the camera's on or whatever. Like you you kind of get lost and you just forget that that like you know this production's happening. 
Like, right. Like after a week, you don't even know the cameras are there. No, just it's, it, you, you, don't, you don't even know. And you don't even feel the microphone. You don't, just nothing. So other than the cameras being there, like how was Below Deck like different than, you know, your actual working life? Like what were the differences between those charters and like life charters that you've done before? Uh, I, I think, I think with the Below Deck charters, I think, there's more of an expectation that you have to follow in a way of like, like we're only these guests we're only with for two or three days. Right. So we try to do everything, everything you can think of. We try to jam in in two or three days rather than someone's on for 10 days or you can do it one day. You can just be lazy. You can go out and explore. So for two or three days, like it's go, 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 go. It's nonstop. So I, so I, I think that's the biggest difference is like, if they want to go out in town, you go with them. You want they want to do all the toys. They want the slides out. They want everything, and, and like and that's good. You know what I mean? Like because we want to make this the best experience they've ever had. So in a two day window, two three day window. So it it it's long, pain in the ass. You're tired. You're sore. But I mean, I think that's the biggest difference of doing fitting so much in in that short period of time that makes sense and were the guests different like or just kind of the same or were they were they more there for the cameras like did you feel like they were playing up to the cameras were they more uh, dramatic i i look at it i look at you know at it as like the same as what i went into i think it's like you don't really know how to react being in that spotlight um at first and then so maybe the first day for them could be like bubbly excited this and that like kind of just go with it but I, I you know i think it's like anything else. you get comfortable you're like i don't know you're just happy it's, it's like you're in something you just want to be like even though you could be in a bad mood you force yourself to be happy because like everything's in front of you you just want to make the best out of it so so, you know, we're lucky, like, you know, we have guests, they were all, like, basically the whole time, everyone just happy. Like, they, they force themselves to be in a good mood, so. And you got to travel to Spain, so that must have been nice. Oh, my God, man. One of the most beautiful places I've ever been. It's, Mallorca was unbelievable, man. It looks nice. <sighs> Gorgeous. I mean, I've been to parts of the country near there, but never there. I mean, it looks great. Oh, uh, being, being right on the water, uh, oh, my, in Spain was breathtaking what about like just not even on below deck like regular charters you know the whole like mm -hmm. what are the what's the word what are the like protocols for you know like we see this on below deck too for like the crew i mean you're obviously all young like mm. things happen you guys drink like what are like the rules as far as like sleeping with cat like the crew <laughs> not even on below deck yeah no. just in the real life and like charter guests like how does that work so when it comes to crew it's like it's kind of like a rule obviously people are fucking different and things happen it's like okay listen we're young oh, it's mostly like a younger crowd ish you drink like reality everyone's from every part of the world and you're in a yachting and you just like love the atmosphere so you have like a like you're like loose like you're kind of like a you're not like a wild card, but like if you're in the yachting, like everyone's kind of like the same in a wave. Like they left everything behind again there. So like that's in common, but like, look, you're living, you're living on a boat for a while. 
drinking, no drinking, whatever. It's like, it happens. Like, 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 you know, loneliness comes in or just being affection, whatever. It's like, it's like, you just want to, I don't know. You, you, yeah, it happens. You sleep with crew. Remember you have that, but if you do it. Don't fucking have drama, no drama. Like if you do it, be a, be an adult about it. Yeah. Like if you know, it's good, this and that there's a lot of times people become couples, you know, because you're in a close quarter, like, okay, couples, but like, don't, don't bring your issues in the boat. Like what, like yeah. keep it behind closed doors or whatever. And just like, enjoy it. So like the, the toughest thing with that, with crew, it's like, is the drama because like, you know, you, you have a relationship with like anyone else, you can have drama in relationships, but like, you live with other people, you know what I mean? And it's a, you know, so you don't want to affect your work life. So that's the toughest part definitely with that. Um, yeah. And, and with the guests, I mean, you obviously, you could, you like, you could have so much shit going on with all the crew. Don't ever bring that on the deck. You leave that in the crew quarters, you hash it out, you put a smile on in front of them and that's it. Cause they're paying for the boat. They're your clients. And, and you just you kind of just have to fake it until they leave. Then you can rip each other's head off again. Have you ever been on like a charter where you know, like people are sleeping together and like there is drama? You know what I mean? Like, or there's just um, not, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, <laughs> so <clears throat> I've actually been on a charter that um, <laughs> I had. I had, uh, there was me and two other guys working on a boat and there's a group of girls, you know, come to charter around our age group. And like, you know, we're young, we're funnish. I mean, I'm not gonna, like, we, we have good personalities and, uh, you know, the guests want us to drink with them and go out and party. And I remember one of my crew, uh, crew members ended up sleeping with, um, one of the guests. And okay, that's fine. But now you know, like these guests are on there for four more days, so like you don't know what her reaction is in the morning. It's like, what should I just do? So it it was for me because I'm like, like I just like love like seeing shit. I <laughs> I would laugh every day because they're very awkward around each other. Now it's like it just they happen once drunk, and like you just see him uncomfortable, she's uncomfortable. It just like. I think it's fucking, I think it's hysterical. I'm dying laughing. So, like, things like that is pretty funny. Like, if, if you get with a guest, it's, you gotta try to, like, work your magic to, like, not make it awkward. Because it, if, it, if it's awkward, it, uh, it, it, it goes downhill pretty fast. I mean, can you get fired for that? Like, is that, like, oh, a fireable oh, thing? Oh, absolutely. I mean, apps, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, you can because it like it, it's like the workplace, right? Like, like you work in an office, you're not gonna screw the clients in the bathroom or closet. You know what I mean? So you're gonna absolutely get fired. It's you gotta be a professional. You know what I mean? You gotta, you know, if if you want to do things, do it off the boat. You know what I mean? So, so that's that's definitely that. That makes sense, and yeah, I mean, I, I could see that being awkward. What about mm -hmm. you? Have you ever slept with a charter guest? <laughs> uh, I have never slept with a charter guest, no. I've might have kissed a charter guest. And, yeah, I was my first boat I ever worked on. Um, 
I was actually in Key West. I uh, kissed, well, she kissed me. <laughs> she kissed me, and I was like, obviously, I go with it because I'm such a gentleman to go You're, with it. <laughs> that's, very, that's very nice of you. Um, but uh, no, it happened, and um, yeah, it didn't, it didn't end up too well after that. It was just, it was just like, the captain was just like, dude, you can't be doing this to be professional. It was kind of like, it was kind of like an eye opener of like, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, like, even if you have to deny someone, just don't do it. So I've, I've been good to like, kind of keep it, you know, like keep it, you know, I have my life on the boat and I have my life off the boat. So I, I, I'm, I'm good with that when it comes to that. Well, that's what I was going to say too. Like, it must be hard in the sense that like the guest must it's not even like you or the like the charter crew it's like i could see the guests hitting on the crew and you oh. as a crew member like trying to do the right thing like i really can't do this but it, it, it puts you in a pickle though because the guests are hitting on you right like okay you don't hit on the guests they hit on you right you entertain it in a way but it's like it's like how do you deny someone who's paying money to be on the boat it's, it, it's a weird it's a weird situation you just have to like be calm cool collectively you just gotta like like just you know figure a way just to do everything but it, it's tough because if you deny them they're like wow like what's wrong with you they get insecure they get you know fucked up in the head it's it, it's a weird situation it's definitely weird it, it's because like they're away they're on vacation it's like you know, people go on vacation i'm on a yacht like Whatever happens on yacht stays on yacht, but it's like uh, it, it's a t- it's a sticky situation every time. Right, and like it's like well, two things. Like a, now you could also start thinking like I mean, not that it should, but like is this gonna affect my tip now that this person's pissed off? Hundred percent, hundred percent, absolutely. So you gotta you gotta you gotta be quick on your feet. You, you gotta you gotta do what's best Seriously. for the crew, you know, for everyone else. And, like, you think about it, like, it is kind of a double standard because, like, I mean, if a man is doing this to, like, a female crew member. It's creepy. If a man, yeah. See, and that's what it is. If if a guy does this, like, it's considered, you know, in our society, it's considered kind of creepy. A girl does it, it's like, oh, it's okay, it's fine, it's it's innocent. But, yeah, it's, I feel like guests approach you, don't don't approach the guest. Yeah, I, I I could see that. Yeah. But from like a crew point of view, like this, you know, it's a different story because you're all trapped on a boat together. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you guys are at yeah. sea. How was, what did you think of Hannah when you first met her? I think Hannah's awesome. She's super nice. Like I, Like I, me and her got along good. We both like wine. So we, uh, we, we, we both, we definitely had some wine chats at night and yeah, she was, she was, she's, she's a pure person. She's super nice. She's, uh, you know, she, she can talk to a wall like me and, uh, no, it's good. She, Hannah's super, she's awesome. What about Captain Sandy? So the funniest story with Sandy, when I first met her, like, I obviously, obviously, you know, I do my research before doing the show, and, like, I've seen her, you know, one of the one, three episodes I've seen, like, I watched her. And so it's, like, not intimidating, but it's just, like, it's, like, oh, shit, like, this is your captain. So when I first met her, I, like, shake her hand, and, like, I'm, you know, 
I'm a big guy anyways. I, I squeezed her hand like I, I could have broke her hand. She goes, she goes, ah, um, she goes, she goes like, easy. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like my bad. Like, I don't know if it was a nervous thing or whatever, but I basically could have crushed her hand. Like, but um, no, she was, she's awesome, man. Her story is just like crazy of like how she, you know, gone in the industry and everything else. And she's one of the best captains I've worked for. She's awesome. How is she different than like a lot of other captains you've worked for? Well, she's different that she's the, my first captain that's a woman. I mean, um, which is actually, I love working like under girls just for the reason of like, they're so much nicer. Like, like really? Well, it's like, it, got you know like a lot of guys is like i don't know if it's the, if the if the testosterone is running through their body or whatever they when they're mad their fucking body language is going they're screaming their fucking arms are going everywhere girls are just like they're like polite about it like if like even if they want to yell at you like it's like a nice it's like a kind of rubbing your back in a way it's like okay like, thank you so no i i know i i love i love working with girls and uh yeah it's, it's just just how she approached the situation in Sandy, she was just, she was just very calm and I don't know. She, I don't know how to describe it, but it was, it was different. It was just like a, it was just a better vibe. And did you get yelled at by Captain Sandy? Like, can we expect that on this upcoming season? Um, no, I, no, we had, we had a good relationship. I mean, I, me, me and her were tight. What about your direct boss, Malia? Malia, she, me, oh man, Malia is hundred hands down was my favorite person. Malia really? is she's awesome. She so I look like I tell Malia I talk to her like she's a dude. Like I I I look at her, I'm like you're one of the boys. Like Malia is no she, she's great and she's smart. She knows what she's doing. She has a shit together. Uh, no, she, she, yeah, she's one of my boys. Like she's, she's unreal. Was that your first time with a female bosun? Yeah. First time female bosun, first time, uh, female captain. I mean, fuck, I loved it. Like, hey, more girls around me. I'm happy. So it's all right. Do I don't know if I have girls around. <laughs> do you think some guys like had a problem with it or like would have a problem like in the audience with like a female bosun? Um, yeah, I, I definitely think in the, in the industry that it's, um, I think egos come into play of, of, of think people are more superior than others, which is the wrong, like is super wrong. You should do that anyway. So, so I think the biggest, it doesn't matter like, who you are or where you are, whatever it's, 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 it all comes to yourself. You know what I mean? If your ego is, you know, bigger than you, it's, it, it's, it's going to be a shit show. And um, yeah, so I've, I've seen the industry is like, you know, even though you're, you know, this person who's in charge has been in the industry less than you, or it's a woman, they don't want to take directions because they think that they're, they know more when it's just like, shut up. You're in the position because you can't grow and, you know, listen to things. These people are in the position because they're motivated and they, they listen to other people. So yeah, hundred percent. What do you think people are going to like about this new season of below deck? Uh, man, I, I, well, obviously, you know, I think it's definitely woman empowered. I think, I think that, you know, like to show a girl, like it's to show in the society, like we're like, we're in a different world now. Like, 
it does, you don't have to be like, like it's not just a guy in charge. You know what I mean? So it just shows, you know, how strong women are. And, and, and I think the show is going to be exciting. You know what I mean? I think, I think there was up and hill, like up and down battles, you know, throughout the season. And, and I think it's just going to show, you know, the adversity we had to deal with and, you know, how people reacted. And we, we like saw in the trailer that Captain Sandy says someone brought drugs on board. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was a sticky situation with that. I mean, that's kind of a big deal, right? Yeah, it was definitely a big deal. I mean, it's, you know, in, in anywhere, in what, anywhere, anywhere you work, if it's the office, if it's the boat, it's whatever, can't have drugs on board. And yeah, and that was another, you know, that was more adversity we had to, you know, deal with. So what do you, what's like the hardest thing about the yachting industry? Like whether it's on below deck or not, like, I mean, I, I know you guys can't really drink so, when you're on a charter. So the hardest thing, hundred percent is dealing with new personalities. So I'm not even talking about the guests because they're there for short times, whatever. Living with random people that you don't know, you, you know, you pick up on their habits and everything else and like their emotions dealing with new people. It's, it's a battle that like, you know, sometimes you get along, sometimes you don't get along. So it's, it, 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 it's definitely that it's like, like you have to have like an open spirit and open mind. And if you don't, you're kind of just stubborn. It's like you live with them, you see them every day, you work with them, you can't escape them. I, I think that's the toughest part. Absolutely. And you're in really cl close quarters. I mean, those oh rooms, yeah, it's, those rooms it's, look so small. Oh man, uh, being a big guy in a small room sharing up with someone is is tough. How tall are you? Uh, six two. That's tall. Yeah, I mean it's. And and I'm not look I'm not I'm not a toothpick either I'm I'm a big friend so it's like it's it's definitely tough. Do you have like friends or like your family like are any of them like super Bravo fans like oh my God you're on below deck like they love the housewives like your parents. <laughs> so I was obviously you know quiet you know in the in the past few months of you know, not telling anyone because, you know, we can't really say anything. Yeah. And uh, and when it came out last week, the trailer, and I posted on my social media, people were coming out of left and right, like, oh, my God. Like, my phone for days was getting blown up. People I haven't even talked to in years, like, I'm obsessed with that show. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Like, and and I have I have a lot of friends from back home like, of all different groups, and they're like, like you're meant for the show. Like, like this is this is you. Like, so it's yeah. I mean, people are are you know excited, and and it's and it's gonna be um, it's gonna be good, man. And I don't know. I I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. What about your parents? Are they like, oh my god, you're on a TV show? <laughs> my mom, <laughs> my mom's my biggest fan. My mom, <laughs> my <laughs> my mom has been like, oh my god, like. She's like, my little baby. She's going to be like, oh, like everyone's going to like see him. This and that. My mom is super excited. She's fate. She's a big Facebook writing to the other moms, like posts and everything. So, uh, yeah, so she's excited. And that will happen. Like when we're out of quarantine, which hopefully will be somewhat soon, you know, like people will recognize yeah. you walking around yeah. the Massachusetts streets. <laughs> hey, it's a, it's a small bubble. I live in over here. So yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, it'll be good. Like, I, I listen. I didn't do this for for fame. I didn't do this. Whatever. I don't. I don't. What I want people to see is like. I, I hope I want people to see like the real me and not what I, or like what I did or whatever. Like I don't want people just uh you know try to be my friend because of what I've done. It's like respect me for who I am. I, I'm a, like that's my big thing. Like I said, respect, loyalty. Like I my whole life I I that, that's what I'm about. So so that's the only thing I wanna you know want people just uh, to have around me. Are we going to see, and you don't have to tell me who, we won't give any spoilers away, are we going to see any, like, love triangles, like, hookups, relationships, I, not I mean, even I, with you, but just, like, the, the I, cast? I, I mean, you, you've watched the show before, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, every season, you know, something happens, right? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, um, you know, sparks fly here and there. I mean, obviously in the trailer, you know, it, it was showing some kissing going on. So yeah, I mean, it's, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be, it's going to be good to see, you know, what, what happens with this one. When's the last time you talked to Captain Sandy? Um, was it during filming or actually, no, I, I, I actually ran into her before quarantine in LA started briefly. We talked, um, yeah, maybe like a month ago, maybe like maybe a month ago. Or so <laughs> that's good. She's, yeah, she. I know she's been busy um, working and everything, but yeah, I mean, I you know I've been staying in touch with everyone. So you you keep in touch with some of the other people. Yeah. And what happens? Like, what have you been doing since Below Deck? Like, were you on another charter before quarantine or? So yeah, so I left one. Okay, so once Below Deck finished, stayed in Spain for an extra week party had fun like whatever i went home i actually was home for 14 hours me and my best friend who got me into yachting we went to nashville for four days That's and nice. uh, we're so we were in nashville and um and i'm there in a boat i used to work on the cat um the boss called me was like hey the fort lauderdale boat show is coming up like like, you know, I have these crew members that are idiots. I need, like, can you please help me? And like, you know, the boat, get it ready. I'm like, I'm like, I'm in Nashville right now. He goes, because when are you planning to leave? I'm like, I'm going to leave Sunday. He goes, all right, I'll you know, cancel your flight. I'll pay for it. I'm buying you a flight to Fort Lauderdale Sunday night. I'm like, oh, I'm with my buddy right now. He goes, is he a good worker? I'm like, yeah, he's Marines. He's, he's good. He goes, all right, well, if he wants to work, he can work on the boat too. Get ready. So I brought my uh, best friend with me. We went. We were supposed to fly back to Boston. We went right from Nashville right to Fort Lauderdale. I brought him. I was showing him how to work on the boat. It was the. It was freaking hysterical, man. Um, that's so, awesome. And then and then like he ended up having to leave. He has a life back home, so he leaves. I end up staying there for close to like probably close to sixty. I was there for close to two months. I was only supposed to live for a week. And then I was helping the boat, and then other things, projects were happening. I just stayed, and um, and then I left, went home for like a week. And my uh, I have a twin sister, and she goes, she's doing, she's in grad school in Alabama. She goes, I have football tickets, like I've like these unreal seats out of Alabama. Like, come visit me, please. 
so I, I texted two of my buddies. I'm like, hey, do you guys want to go back to Nashville and um, we'll drive to Alabama from Nashville? I fall in love with Nashville. And, um, and uh, so we go to Nashville again. I'm home for like a week. Go to right back to Nashville, go for two nights. And then we, uh, we rented a car, drove right to Alabama two hours, visited her, and then I got a call. Every time I feel like I'm in Nashville, so I get another call. I'm like, hey, there's a boat. Um, the captain I work for was like, hey, we got to bring a boat from Fort Lauderdale to uh, the Caribbean. Can you come? I'm like, when do you need me? He goes, can I fly you out? I canceled my flight again back wow. to Boston. And I flew on another flight back to uh, Miami, actually. Uh, yeah, not, not for a lot of Miami. And then I went to the Caribbean with, uh, with them. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I'm, I freelance. So whenever I get calls, I'll do deliveries, I'll do charters, I'll do whatever. So I, I end up staying with them for like, a month i thought i was going to be there for like five days it's like i don't know i'm a sucker when it comes to like i can't say no to people it's like like, i'm like all right yeah i got you no problem so so when this is over that's the plan like you'll just try to get another charter yeah so there's a boat that i think i'm gonna um with quarantine a lot of people are to work um especially with boats it's like people don't want like people they don't know that isn't on the boat already to, to get new, like, you know, to come on the boat, new crew, because they don't know if they have the virus. They just don't want strangers on board, so it's tough. But there's a boat I'm going to um, start working in, in out of Boston in June. So as of now, I've just been doing construction uh, with my uncle's company, and I've been just working the house a lot. That's good. Yeah. So you're busy. Yeah, same, same busy for sure. And um, – are you going to do anything when the show comes? I mean, like, I don't know if we're going to be in quarantine. Like, are you going to have, like, a kickoff party? I don't know, man. Your guess is, is as good as mine. It's like, obviously, wherever, we don't know what tomorrow, a week, a month from now is going to look like. So Seriously. It, it, it sucks. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I told all my friends, like, they're all like, oh, my God, we're, gonna, we're coming to hours. We're watching it. I'm like, No. I'm not watching it with you guys at all. I'm going to go hide in the closet. <laughs> I'm going to, no, like, I, listen, like, if people want to laugh, joke around, do it. I don't want to be, a, I don't want your reactions different if I'm there. So I'm watching it by myself and have fun, and then I'll see you guys the next day. So, I yeah, get so it. Gonna, yeah. I mean, everyone wants to, like, and, like, our local, like, like, we have, um, like our local bar, our local bar, we go to you know all the time to get some beers, live music, whatever. Like, dude, we should go here and like have all the friends come with some. Like, have fun with that. <laughs> I am not, <laughs> but I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, we'll we'll, we'll see, we'll see. But <laughs> you're gonna watch yourself though as the season goes on, right? You'll like watch it every week. We'll like they'll actually send you the, the things each week. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I watch it. I watch it every day. And, uh, you know, it goes on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, like, I want people to watch it and have real, like, have their real emotions reaction. I don't want them to like right. say something different or not there. If they want to talk crap or if they want to laugh or they want to say this, do that and 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 tell me about it. You know what I mean? I, I don't need to. I don't need to be around. And what's your situation now in life? You're living by yourself. Do you have a girlfriend? Single? Just for all the people listening out there. Uh, single, living by myself enjoying myself um yesterday was actually the first day i drank in uh in two months 
So I did a 60 day challenge. Uh, so 60 days ago, yesterday, I, um, I got back from Hawaii. I went to Hawaii with one of my good friends. We went for two weeks, drank our asses off. And like, I'm like, you know what? I've been vacation partying. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do 60 days. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat healthy. And, and my friends, like, like if my friends were like, there's no chance we'll bet you. I had like five friends bet me $100 each. So there's $500 on the line that I wouldn't last. I'm like, I'm like, easy. I'm like, I'm like, I'll do it. So, yeah, so I made $500 bet, basically $100 bets with all my friends and um, five of my friends, and I did that. And yesterday, God was on my side yesterday because it was such a beautiful day. My all six right. days was up. People, uh, these friends in Boston, uh, in South Boston, were like, Hey, we're gonna have people outside, you know, like socially like, keep distance, but we're gonna have a day drink outside. I'm like, this was meant to be. This is my, like this was my day. No one else's day. It was my day. So I drank, got drunk off of, like two drinks, and I, but I had the best day yesterday. And I woke up this morning at six a.m. Head banging off a wall. Just it was really uh, from two drinks. No, I, I drank more than two. I mean, okay. I felt it after two drinks. But right. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was definitely a, 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 long, a long drinking day yesterday. But, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I had a good buzz going yesterday, but I had a blast. So it was, uh, it, it was like a treat. It was, it, it's basically like a Lent. You know what I mean? You give someone up for Lent, and, and then you're back. I've just, like, I haven't even tried. I just, I've drank, like, two days for this whole quarantine. I just, really? Yeah, and I'm, like, a drinker. I love to go. Yeah. I mean, vodka yeah. is my thing. I just haven't Tito's, had a desire. Yeah. yeah, Tito's. I just haven't had a desire being in. It's weird. But how good how good do you feel though? You know what I mean? Amazing. I'm like, oh my God, is this what sober people feel like all the time? It's 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 crazy to me that like, oh my god, I've never felt I've never felt more healthy in my life. It's like, listen, I'm a I'm a strictly Tito's or wine guy vodka or wine and that's it me too I, pretty much i'm like gray goose or wine yeah so and and i'm like you know like listen i'm i've i've never been an angry drunk i'm just ha i'm happy regardless of drunk. i'm just happy and just fun i love to laugh everything so 60 days i was like oh my god like my body's not sore i'm running every day i'm working on like Shit, like no wonder why sober people are like like running this world right now. Like, and like you have so much more time in the day. I'm like, I just I'm oh so energized. So much more time. It's just like it time's unlimited. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, when quarantine is over, I'm gonna be out every night drunk yeah. off my ass. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be sitting on a rooftop bar. Yeah, with, with whatever you know. What I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'm but like, until we get there, I'll probably be sober for most of quarantine. <laughs> but then I'll be fall down drunk. Man, oh, absolutely. Yesterday, I was I, I had a glass of rosé in my hand and a cigar in my other hand, and I was thriving all day. Like, like, like I I, I felt like a president. Yes, I felt like it was a holiday for me. It Wine, rosé is a good day drink, and then vodka's at night. So. Thank right. you. So I ended up actually, because, like, since it's my first day, I didn't want to, like, 
jump into the vodka right away because I, I didn't want to be like a mashed potato brain. Right. But I ended up doing a rosé since it was beautiful out. And at nighttime, I started having some salsas. You know, try to keep low. But it was, man, it was, it was great. It was, it was unreal. That sounds amazing. Well, anything you want to leave us with, if I'm ever in the Boston area, I am going to be in the Boston area at some point when this is over. So we'll have to have a drink. Absolutely. Man. I, have, I have this great place that like overlooks the city. The best, the best summer spot to drink. It's by the golf course. It's unbelievable. We'll go out. Um, and in New York, I'll definitely hit you up. And uh, Seriously. I'll show, you, I'll show you no good places out there. I will t- we'll go out for drinks. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to be a good wingman for me, too. I will introduce you to girls. Trust me. <laughs> I know girls. I- I'm like one of those gays where like 99% <laughs> of my friends are women. Like I'm just like, okay. I'm good. All I have is women friends. Like, I don't know. I, I can't get enough of women friends. Uh, I will say like, I have, I actually have a good amount of like, like gay friends that are the best like they are the best wing people i'm like my boys suck because they're selfish the girls just like you know end up getting drunk and go flirt with someone else my gay friends are loyal they they wing they're the best like i I am such a good wingman you have no idea like i am all about like i don't know there's i don't know what is wrong with me but i love (laughs) i love getting the straight boys laid i don't know why and like (laughs) it's a weird pleasure. I, hey, it's good, man. It's like, you just, you just go do you, you know? So I'm like very good like that. I'm very good like that. Good, man. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, um, to end, yeah, I, I hope everyone enjoys the show and, um, and be patient each week. It's going to be exciting, ex- more exciting each week. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I, I, I hope, I hope, you know, everyone enjoys it. And I hope, I hope this laughs. I hope, cries, whatever, wherever you want to make yourself feel good. I hope you feel good watching the show. That's awesome. And before we go, just look at your camera so my engineer can take pictures of us. Perfect. She's going to do it right now. <laughs> All good. That's All awesome. Set. And yeah, and where can we find you on social media? Um, yeah, I mean, I... Instagram. I Basically, Instagram. I mean... I yeah. keep fa- I keep Facebook just like family and friends. I don't use Facebook. It's um, all about Instagram. And yeah, Instagram. I deleted my Twitter because I don't know. I I'm not. I don't like to read anyway. So yeah, whatever. So yeah, it's. Instagram. And what's your name on Instagram? Just for people who don't know. I uh, I think it's just Alex Radcliffe. I think it's just. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'm so bad at everything. I don't know. I, no, I it's just. It is. I'm looking at it just to make sure. Yeah, it's just your first and last name, just Alex Radcliffe. So every- <laughs> Very basic. And <laughs> Listen, everyone needs to follow you, and it says below deck, and you and I follow each other, but everyone needs to follow Alex Radcliffe. <laughs> We're so excited for the new season. I really appreciate you taking the time this morning before you go out for your day. Yeah. And keep in touch. I have your number. We'll text or DM. Yeah, man. I had, I had fun, man. This, this was a good time. It was good just to shoot the shit and just talk about anything so i appreciate it thank you for having me on anytime i really appreciate it i really am coming to boston so we'll really do those drinks don't be a stranger man we'll have a good time i'm not going to all right man thank you so much all right take care have a good one see you later thanks alex bye bye 
Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.